the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We're going to go to Coach Scott Williams, and later in our program, we'll hear from girls coach Brittany Harding. But right now, let's go to Coach Williams. Hey, Roger. How are you? you? I'm good. How are you doing, buddy? Good to have you. Uh, Good to be here again. Thank you. Why don't we get right into it, Coach? Uh, Tell... Tell us about the matchup tonight versus Wakaiba. I'll tell you what, if people haven't had a chance to follow or, or see Wakaiba play this year, uh, they're in for quite a treat. Um, a team that is playing extremely well right now, uh, has all the pieces and parts in place to, uh, to make a run for a state championship. Um, uh, and even though a couple of my former teams might disagree, might be as good as any as any team that's ever um, existed there in the 10-year history of their school. And, uh, it's it's obviously it's a right wonderful, here. fun rivalry. And uh, a game have to, to line up and, and really um, not only compete, but also to play uh, intelligently and, and focused. Uh, they're a team that makes you really pay when you make mistakes and, uh, you know, if you don't execute very well. Uh, I thought that the key to their victory over at their place it was a very tight game. It was a, a six-point game with four minutes to go, and then we just didn't close the game very well. As I thought that uh, uh, they did a better job than we did of of, uh, of forcing difficult possessions, and uh, and they were one of the few teams that uh, that dominated us on the glass. Uh, they out-rebounded us by 12. Now, some of that was they shot the ball better than us, but the percentages uh, our our goals for rebounding the basketball at both ends of the floor were uh, were not were not met in that game and, and that's a that's a real critical area and so uh, uh, we're gonna have our hands full um, not only with uh, the team we play and, and how good they are but uh, the fact that we're just kind of uh, we're in a little bit of a uh, a funk right now uh, not playing as well as we think we can. Uh, I think we've lost a little bit of confidence. I think our young kids are searching for some answers, and the more they search and the more they care, the more they begin to think and overanalyze. And, and when you're busy doing that, then you're you're kind of incapable of getting out of your own way sometimes. And um, we uh, hopefully tonight uh, the intensity of the moment uh, will be something that will draw out their competitive juices and, and just allow us to kind of start playing basketball again, and, and we'll give a really good effort. Speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Daughter Sports Central, once again, want to remind you about the And, big Roger, game I don't know if you heard any Kyber. of that because I'm not hearing you at all. Okay, yeah, I, I heard it. Oh, wait, now I'm it. hearing you again. I'm sorry. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, it. Yeah, this is an adventure. We'll just you know, <laughs> go with, with an adventurous spirit. Yes, sir. Um, so, Coach, get, you know, we had two huge victories over Weekaiba last year. Uh, are, is there anything that we can take away from those into tonight, um, or is this a completely brand-new clean slate? 
Well, you know, every the four times we've played in the last two years, every game has been extremely competitive. And so I, I think some some things we take away really positively is that we believe that we match up pretty well. Um, we think that uh, we do a pretty good job uh, defending them. We think we, we have some things that we can take advantage of. Uh, we feel like that... Potentially, we should be a better club offensively this go around because uh, we're at full strength now. You know, the second half of the season with the with uh, the return of Jai Clark, and you know that gives us a dimension that maybe we didn't have the first time. Uh, on the other side, uh, one of the things that we are. Uh, trying to figure out is we we've gotten off to slow starts against them even in the games that we've won uh, we have been down uh, double figures I think in all four of those games in the first half and it's not something that's ideal um, now the other side of that is we certainly know that that we have the ability to kind of stem the tide and get ourselves back into the game and there hasn't really been one common theme about why it's happened other than they've just been a little bit sharper at the beginning of the games and so that certainly is something that we're concerned about tonight um and you know the part of the uniqueness of tonight is um is both both teams um considering and deciding how much to show their hand uh with the fact that it's locked in that we will play them in the district semifinals. um uh, in 10 days or whatever it is on on uh, on February 8th where it's for all the marbles and a chance to go to the state playoffs uh, where we were obviously were fortunate enough to beat them last year uh, over there and so you know so that's a, an added dynamic to tonight's game uh, that I quite honestly even from our standpoint don't really have an answer of uh, other than uh, than knowing that uh, we want to. I think the most important thing for us tonight, for our kids, is we just need to play. We just need to play a good basketball game. Uh, we have not played a a complete basketball game here in a while. Maybe probably since uh, you saw us last. Uh, even even a game we won after that stretch, and and then certainly you know, we've played patches of good basketball, but we're just kind of. We're kind of fighting ourselves, um, and, and that's just a part of being young and us trying to figure it out, and it's a part of us not doing a good enough job coaching them up. And, and you know, we just uh, we just need to kind of rediscover uh, being passionate about playing the game and, and that effort a lot of times can cover a, a, a multitude of sins. And when you're not, when you're not competing with great effort, then, then all of your mistakes get magnified. And I think that's kind of what's happened is we're so worried about the mistakes we're making and the things we're not doing well that, that we're not taking care of the, the things that we can, which are our attitude and our effort along the way. We're speaking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, Coach, can you talk about, of course, we've talked a lot about a lot of youth on this year's team. I think one senior maybe, a, a lot of uh, sophomores. How has the team progressed in a positive way from the beginning of the season to this point? Well, when when first no seniors, you know, so we bring this whole bunch back, okay. and, and I think we're supplementing with some young kids, and um, you know, but you know, part of that is to try to get them to understand that the urgency of the moment. You know, there's nothing that's guaranteed, and you know, we have living proof. We got two kids that play big roles for us that lost substantial parts of seasons uh, because of injuries, and you, you know, the only thing that's guaranteed is what's right in front of you right now. Um, I think our ball handling overall, um, from point guard down to post and everything in between, has gotten substantially better, and, and it, it gives us a chance to 
uh, to be able to do better things. I think when when we are playing well, uh, we are demonstrating that we, we use each other really well and we share the ball really well. And I think we have developed a, a larger number of guys that can make shots and create plays for one another. Um, and I think we have continued to be a very, very good offensive rebounding team, uh, which is critical, uh, I think, to win to win big games. Uh, you know, I watched last night um, uh, Cincinnati Xavier, great rivalry game. Reminds me a lot of Apopka Wakaiva. You know, two in in city rivals that take great pride in their programs, and and uh, you know, Cincinnati just just dominated on the offensive glass and I sat there going, you know, we we need to try to be able to do that, which is a hard task in a big order against a team that's very physical in its own right and, and a good rebounding team in its own right. Um, I, I wish we were farther along defensively. I wish we were farther along uh, in terms of uh, our mental and emotional toughness, uh, I'm, I'm frankly a little surprised that we aren't. And, and that's not to say that there, we've done a bad job in those areas, uh, but my expectations and my hopes maybe were a little higher than that. Uh, but that's the beauty of, um, of, of coaching young kids and, uh, and growing with them day by day and, and just continuing to try to work the process. We're sticking with Coach Scott Williams on Blue Daughter Sports Central. And, Coach, I just had you – know, we're down to about a little under four minutes. But I wanted to, from my own untrained eye, outsider's eye, if you will, and, and correct me if, if I'm wrong, it, but it does seem like we have a kind of a good balance on our team. You know, we've got, you know, seemingly uh, guys have you know, have – a variety of, of skills that they can do and um, and, and, and complementary skills. Uh, could you, uh, you know, speak to that? Uh, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right, and I think that when we are when we are at our best, Roger, that that that, that comes out. Um, you know, we've got you know we'll play eight guys tonight, and all eight of those young men bring different skill sets and abilities to the table uh, at both ends of the floor. And you know, we've got you know four primary scores. Um, we have the ability to score inside and out. We have the ability to score off the dribble, off the catch. Um, and, you know, and so when one of the things that that we're trying to get to understand uh, along those lines is that we've got to stop. Our kids still put way too much expectation and pressure on themselves about their own failures at the offensive end, and that does a couple things. One, it takes away from the fact that our collective, our collective disappointments and frustrations ought to occur if we don't defend well. That's the area that we need to begin to take more pride in and more responsibility on a personal level. And the other thing is, is when you, when you begin to get frustrated offensively, what it does is it takes away from your ability to truly integrate into being a team basketball player. Not in a selfish way, but just because you end up getting stressed out and that keeps you from being able to perform and to be able to make easy decisions with or without the basketball in your hand. And so, you know, what you mentioned is an absolute truth for us is we have the ability, um, uh, you know, I, I would not be able to tell you who I would think would be our leading two or three scorers tonight. It could be any of six guys, and that should be an asset. Uh, unfortunately for us, sometimes we get worried about that. Not, like I said, not in a malicious way or in a bad way, but just um, being able to accept, hey, I'm one for six, 
but this guy over here has a great matchup. We just need to keep executing, and he's going to be able to get a lot of good stuff, and we're going to be okay. I just need to go do all the other things that will help us win a basketball game. And right now that that thought process is lacking a little bit, and we've got to do a better job of of supporting good thoughts that lead in that direction and, and helping them to, to kind of adjust their thinking when they get off balance a little bit. Great insights from Coach Scott Williams. Well, Coach, I know you got to get back to your class. It's, we look forward to seeing you tonight. And uh, best wishes tonight versus Wekaiba at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Yes, sir. We are excited to have you, and hopefully we'll give a great effort tonight. Thank you, Coach Scott Williams. And once again, before we go to break, we'll remind everybody, Joe Ferraro and I will be right here on campus tonight bringing you the play-by-play of Apopka versus Wekaiba boys basketball. Well, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll be joined by track coach Coach Fowler making his first appearance on Blue Darter Sports Central. And later in our show, we look forward to speaking very possibly with Athletic Director Russell Wombles and with Coach Brittany Hardy of Apopka Blue Darter Girls Basketball. Before we go to break, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. We'll be right back. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. We're glad you're joining us today. It's a great day throughout Apopka, and it's a great day to be in Apopka Blue Darter. I'm Roger Franklin-Williams, and we're joined by Joe Ferraro, of course. Okay, hey. Joe and I will be back again tonight to broadcast the basketball game versus Wekaiva. Huge district contest. Yeah, I can't wait. And uh, Coach Williams gave us a great preview earlier. Now we're pleased to be joined making his first appearance on Blue Darter Sports Central, our second-year track coach, Coach Cecilio Fowler. Uh, coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, and good morning. And, Coach, you serve as both the boys' and girls' track coach. Uh, first of all, tell us a little bit about, um, before we talk about this year's program and team teams, a little bit about last year, your first year at Apopka as track coach. Uh, yes, last year uh, I inherited the uh, the track program, and, and one thing that I did find was uh, there are a lot of great athletes here in Apopka. Um, this was a new area for me in terms of, of coaching and or teaching. Um, but the one thing I did notice with, with our athletes and that they, uh, uh, they let me know was that I was – there for, for our juniors at least their third coach in three years so you know when you when you have a sports program that that kind of lends itself to the whole idea of you know there's no stability in the coaching anytime you have a new coach every year that's going to be a new system and it's very difficult sometimes for your athletes to adapt when they're always in a new system year after year after year so hopefully going into this second year there's that whole growth there's a whole uh, idea of you know they they're used to me. I'm Consistency. Used to them. I know their weaknesses. I know their strengths, and we can pick up right where we left off from last year instead of starting from scratch. But um, we had a very successful year last year. We took about uh, ten kids to state last year. Um, so we did we did very well. I'm, I'm very excited going into this year. Now your background is very impressive, and I think that's a big part of what you bring to the table as our track coach. If you went to First of all, in the high school program, a product of Winter Park High, yes, Wildcats track, and that's you know, one of the 
historically best programs in the state, yeah. going all the way back to the days of Coach Bob Mosier Bob and Mosier, yes, you know, outstanding track teams for, for decades. Then, of course, you're product of the University of Florida as well. Just tell us a bit about your background in track before becoming a coach. Okay, yes. Um, I went to the University of Florida. Um, anyone who, who's been keeping up with track for the past few years would know that uh, Florida has won quite a few conference championships as well as national championships, um, six or seven at this point. So that is a very um, storied program when it comes to track and field, and I'm very proud to be a Gator. Um, I ran there myself from 91 to 95, um, and, uh, you know, it, it was a great experience. It was a great experience. It was a learning experience for me. And, um, you know, once, once I became a little bit older and decided I wanted to get into the school system, um, I decided, you know, to get into track because as a coach, I mean, a coach is the same thing as a teacher. Um, this is my 18th year in OCPS, and teaching and coaching go, go hand in hand. So I believe I have something to offer the students um, because at one point I was, I was them. I was them, so I feel like I have something to give back to them, and uh, you know that's 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 where I stand right now. Now, now, can you bring us up to date? Uh, just give us a, a preview of, of this year's Blue Darter Track Program, boys and girls. Uh, on the boys' side, we're very uh, very top heavy, senior wise. Um, have a lot of great athletes. I, I really do believe that we could take even more of these kids to state as long as they stay healthy, do the things they're supposed to do on the track as well as in the classroom. Um, we have roughly six to seven seniors um, who can definitely make it to the state. A lot of them, a few of them play, have played football and other sports. Um, but I do think we're, we're, we're very strong on the boys' side. On the girls' side, we don't have as many seniors, not as top-heavy, but we have a lot of strong and up-and-coming freshmen. Um, on the girls' side. Um, I can say also we, we inherit a lot of good athletes from Wolf Lake Middle School as well as Apopka Middle School. So I think um, over these next few years or so, I think we'll be able to start building a very consistent program. Um, kids at the middle schools in the area will probably start taking, hopefully we'll start taking notice of our track program and, and see that, uh, you know, it's not about just athletics all the time. I really want to get these kids to college. That's the main thing. I want to get them to college. And I have a good feeling that quite a few of them will go on to the next level after this year. We're speaking with Blue Darter track coach, boys and girls track coach, Coach Cecilio Fowler on Blue Darter Sports Central. Hey, coach, why don't we pick up there and, and talk about that? And, you know, one of the things that, from my experience and observation, that is great about – sport athletics especially at the high school level is it kind of helps uh, youngsters discipline their time and you almost kind of counterintuitively in a way you might even be a help for studies and and their academic work because they they were more conscious of of discipline their time and organizing their time can you can you talk about that well it's funny you even mentioned that because just yesterday uh, at our team meeting right before we we broke out and get into the actual workouts i mentioned that to our athletes that, number one, uh, you're a student athlete, and student does come first in that phrase. And uh, I, I specifically told them, you know, you have, to, you have to budget your time. When you are a student athlete, it is your responsibility to budget your time. Uh, without the student part uh, taken care of, you can't be the athlete because you must have that GPA uh, to be able to, to compete. 
Um, you know, I just told him yesterday a lot of students say, well, coach, I have to miss practice because I have to make up work and, you know, I have to catch up on my grades. And I say, you know, that's 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 fine and dandy, and I do understand that. I'm a parent. My daughter goes here. She runs track here. So I do understand sometimes you have to make up work to get caught up. But at the same time, I say, well, look, why you get yourself in this situation in the first place? You need to make sure you handle your business, budget your time wisely as a student athlete so that it does not trickle over into, you know, practice time. Make sure you're taking care of what you need to take care of in that classroom first and foremost so that you don't have to say, Coach, I can't make practice because I have to do this, I have to do that. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, that doesn't happen sometimes. But you always have to take that personal responsibility of, you know, did I take care of what I was supposed to take care of in the first place? So, um, yes, the idea of budgeting time, you know, and I know they're tired in the evenings, but when you sign up to be an athlete, that's what comes with it. You know, you go to school all day, you go to practice, you get home, you may be tired, but guess what? The books and, and the assignments still have to get done. And then next day, you start all over again. You press reset, and it's the same thing. So you have to learn how to budget your time as a student athlete. Which is great preparation for the real world. That's after, right. After kids get out, out of school and, and out of college. Absolutely. We're speaking with Blue Darter track coach, Coach Cecilio Fowler. He's given us great insight into his philosophy and his direction of the program and, and uh, insights into Blue Darter track in 2017. Now, Coach, now, can you talk a about the build, and you've mentioned building the program, and kind of. Because the question is, how many kids in the program that you inherited were kind of, I guess, veteran, you know, uh, track athletes, or you know, had goals and had been participating, and and how many kids were kind of new to the program, and and um, and that aspect. Because and the reason I, I ask is, uh, you know, some of the programs here um, have long traditions of. of Excellence, football, baseball, um, others, you know, girls, uh, soccer and, and girls softball, just to name a few. And even some of these kids grow up starting to play those sports at six or seven years old, literally. Right. Um, I think in recent years, if I'm not mistaken, the track program hasn't been at that level or hasn't been emphasized to that degree. What, what, what is this? Describe just a little bit about, about the process of building it and, and especially the, the relationship of maybe getting some new athletes into the program that maybe hadn't been participating in track. Right. Um, you know, when I inherited the, the, the team last year, I, I do, and I know the coach that kills here prior to me and she was uh, a very good coach herself so coming into to Apopka High School and, and inheriting, this, inheriting this program um, I knew we had a lot of good athletes already I could you know I went online did my research and I could see that we had some good athletes we had some talent here um, but like I said earlier, the difference is or, or the obstacle you have to get over is now you know they were used to this system last year. Now I come in with a totally different, let's say, mindset, a totally different game plan. How well can they adapt to that? Um, the good thing is, and what I noticed right off the bat is, I have a great bunch of kids to work with, and they adapted to the program like a fish to water. Um, I try to explain best I can a lot of what we're doing in practice, why we do it, because sometimes what I do understand, and this may come from being an educator for so long, sometimes as adults, when we say or, or tell the kids or athletes to do something, we just expect them to do it. 
Well, sometimes it takes a little bit of explanation and or demonstration to get them really understand why it is you're doing what you're doing. You know, I talk a lot about biomechanics, how they should run, their form. I talk to them why we're doing this workout on this day, and then on another day we're doing this type of a workout so that they can understand the method to the madness so that when we start from point A, when we begin conditioning all the way through the season, they have a good idea of the game plan in mind. I want them to kind of understand how I think, um, which also kind of lends itself to, let's say, for, for in days where, let's say I might be late to practice. Um, they already know the routine. They already know this is how Coach Fowler wants it done, and this is how they, they just take charge, and they automatically just, you know, run the workout sometimes. You know, if, if I'm, like I said, in my absence, they know what to do. So I want my student athletes to understand why it is they're doing what they're doing. And once they start to buy in and understand what they're doing, then I think I think it, it comes a little easier to them. They understand what they're doing. <clears throat> and, um, you know, it's growth. It's growth for them. That's a great point and very, very wise, exactly, because I think sometimes what gets lost is it's it's their program. I mean, yeah. you know, it's their life, it's their yeah. career, their future. That's right. It, 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 they're the ones that it's all about. And, you know, Sometimes it takes a little direction and guidance, or you know, most of the time, some direction and guidance from the leader, from the coach, to to, to help help kids uh, get that yeah. light to go on. And, and you know, and we all know that things are a little bit different nowadays. We like to say these kids are different, and yeah, to a large degree, they are. Um, their mindset on a lot of things and the way they see the world and their perspective is is different than when I came up. And I'm 43 years old. I can't say them. You know. Uh, a geezer at this point. <laughs> yeah, they're, you're you're not a geezer. They're, they're, they're different. <laughs> you're still young. You're still young. <laughs> well, compared to got them. a little gray there. Yeah, in the I got a little gray. <laughs> but um, they're they're different. You know, these, these kids are a little bit different. So you have to approach them a little bit differently. And like I said, I've, I've this is my 18th year teaching, and there's just certain things you just learn along the way. You know, and and as an adult, like I say, I can't I can't get on my high horse and just expect them to do things the first time I tell them to do it. I think they're going to do it correctly the first time I tell them. That doesn't happen. These are kids. So you have to expect them to make mistakes. That comes with it. So what I have to do is just kind of, you know, assess that, uh, try to give them, you know, feedback uh, uh, in a a positive, in a positive way, of course. And, uh, you know, just focus on individual growth. I try not to preach win, win, win all the time because you can't get to the wins or win the state championship by not working hard you know you got to think about the process getting to that point and once they 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 focus on that process then the wins will start to come but i got to win them over mentally first before we can even get to that point great insights well coach i want to thank you for joining us and Uh, hopefully you'll be back to join us more often now and i had a blast (laughs) and and best wishes on a a great season for both the boys and girls for blue daughter track thank you a lot of great wisdom there definitely well, friends, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we look forward to speaking with Apopka Blue Daughter girls basketball coach, Coach Brittany Hardy. Of course, the girls are wrapping up their season soon, just like the boards at boys, and they'll be embarking upon postseason as well. And we did get a report, brief report from Coach Matthews. Unfortunately, Blue Daughter girls soccer lost on the road at Oviedo last night in the playoffs, and that will wrap up their season. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back. 
to Blue Darter Sports Central. Glad you're joining us. I'm Roger Franklin Williams. We're coming to you live from Apopka High School. Hope you enjoyed our first two segments, two great segments. Coach Scott Williams of Boys Basketball talking primarily about the game tonight versus Wekiva, which is going to be right here on campus at Joe Sterling Gymnasium. Tip off at 730, right, Joe? We'll have all the action right here on 1520 WBZW. And also Coach Cecilio Fowler making his first appearance on Blue Dart Sports Central, but certainly not his last. Thought that was great and gave great insights into his philosophy and the things he's doing to build an outstanding track program here and, and at Apopka. Good, and it's good to know the track is not just running around in a circle, but there's a track whole and field. Lot, yes. track and field. They're throwing shot puts and pole, pole vaulting. vaulting. In fact, he talked to us a little off air about his efforts to build the uh, the the, the field aspect, yeah. specifically pole vaulting, and even said Coach Johnston from, from back in my day is going to be helping him out with it. So, obviously Very Coach nice. Cecilio Fowler working hard to, to build an overall outstanding track program at Apopka, actually like we had back in the day when Coach Johnson was here. Now, let's go to Coach Brittany Hardy of Blue Darter Girls Basketball. And Coach, thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you. And can you bring us up to date on you know, where we are in the season uh, right now? Well, we just finished up our regular, um, the regular season. We just finished our season up. Uh, where we were sixteen and eight, we did. It was pretty, pretty good season. Um, I won't complain. And I believe last time we spoke, you had two games uh, coming up: Colonial and Edgewater, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Can well, you? it was. Uh, it was well. Our last game was Colonial, and then the game before that was Harmony. It was senior night. And we, we, we took care of business against Harmony. Yes, we took, yeah. Yeah, it was a really good game. My girls came out ready to play. Senior night, they did it for the seniors. No, that's great. In fact, Coach Matthews gave us an update on that, and, and we uh, mentioned that win when we were out at uh, Bertapalooza on Saturday. Now, Coach, now that the regular season is over and we go into playoffs, and which is a whole different animal, that now we're talking elimination basketball. But can, before we talk about the playoffs, can you just give us your overview and your assessment of, of the regular season? Well, from coming in from last year and me taking over this year, I think this year's season, I think we did very well. I think we did very well. Um, my girls got out there. I think they understand the game of basketball a little a little better than what they did. I think their defense, you know, they know I was an all-defensive coach. So I think now they're getting out there, they're, they know how important defense is for women's basketball to get those scholarships to, you know, to advance to the next level. So overall, I think we're, we're doing pretty good. I, I, well, I think they did pretty good. And now, what what do our playoff picture look like? When is our first game, and who do we play, and those kinds of details? Our first game is February first at five thirty at Evans High School. Um, we're the number four seed, so we play Wakaiva High School. And how how do they look? How, how do we how do we match up with them during the regular season? Well, we lost both times. We lost by I want to say sixteen the first time. We lost by ten the second. So, you know, third time is a charm. I think um, my girls are ready to take over. It will be going on in the other dog, which I think all time is, is, is a good thing, actually. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, the funny thing about it, when um, I played here in the year that we went to the Final Four, uh, we, played, uh, we played Edgewater. 
and we lost to Edgewater both times. And that third time, you know, we did our thing, and we were up in Lakeland. So I'm going to share that story with my girls, and I hope that hype them up a little bit. Absolutely. Now, it's great to be able to call back on great great events and especially great uh, victories in Apopka High School history. Right. And now, Coach, can you talk about, just for those that haven't seen the team play, you talked about your emphasis on defense, which you've done very consistently, and the girls the girls are getting it because they t- tell us how much you yeah. talk about defense when, when they join us, right. too, and how important that is. But no, on the offensive end of the court, can you talk about your style and what you're hoping to accomplish in terms of how how we play on offense? Well, on offense, I like to move the ball around. I like the pick and rolls, and I like to feed my post. I think I have some great posts down there. So um, I like to sit one of my posts high post, and I like to feed her, and she's she's eating. So, you know, we're not really good on the outside of shooting, but we, we like to drive the ball. And one thing I've noticed from, you know, the girls that have joined us on our show, you kind of have a a mix. You've got some younger players on the team and and, and some some seniors as well. Can you just talk about the the mix of veteran versus, you know, younger players? Well, (laughs) my younger girls, you know, they got a lot of of IQ to get. Um, Saying IQ meaning the what not to do, what to do. And the fun thing about it, my younger girls are my guards. So they're like the coach on the court. So um, Mary, Mary McMillan, she's my point guard. So um, she, if she's having a bad game, the team's going to have a bad game because, again, she's that coach. And um, Halani Cantone, she's outstanding. She's doing what she's supposed to do out there. She's getting it on defense, getting it on offense, and doing what she's at. Sedasia also. So... You know, it's, it's just a lot of learning that we have to do. And I'm trying to, you know, make sure they have that IQ where it needs to be. Now, we're speaking with Coach Brittany Hardy of Blue Darter Girls Basketball on Blue Darter Sports Central. It's great to see Coach Russell Wombles, our AD, here as well. And um, now, can you, now, who are some of the other teams in our, in our district? Um, we have West Orange, we have Evans, and Wakava. It's essentially the same district as, as the boys. As the boys, yes, sir. It's a you know, tough district on, on both ends of it, yeah, boys yes, and girls. Now, how many seniors did we have on the team this year? Five. Five. Anisha Joseph, um, Hannah King, Shania um, Yermaya, Kiki, uh, Shaquilla Hicks, and that was, that's, it, that's five of them. And can we talk about, you know, in terms of, the process of of the girls growing and creating a winning culture because I know just a couple of years ago we you know just had a really tough year um, and now you you come out at sixteen and eight some of the other things the non technical things about you know just establishing girls with a mindset that they they begin to begin to think that hey we can go out and, and we, we can win or are we going to win tonight right um, I think it's all about the the teaching of the game. The understanding, the understanding of the game, um, the basic of basketball. If they got all the basic of basketball down, I think we'll be a fantastic team. I think um, my, I have a great, I have an outstanding coaching staff, and they're about teaching and and breaking down what we, what the girls need to know. So um, coming up, 
um, I got to go check out Wolf Lake and a Popkin Middle. I got to go see what, what, what our feeder schools got for us over there. And it's about I'm going to try to sit down with them, explain explain what, I, what, what, what we're doing over here to see can those coaches over there teach those girls the same thing over there and try to get them in here and try to see can I, you know, work out with them a little bit over the summer. So we'll see. You absolutely bringing in the young the young players a big part of building the program. Yes, sir. See, I would yeah. have never thought you went scouting, you know, the, the junior highs. Good idea. Yeah. And um, no, and it's actually and the thing is, when you're looking at a 16 and 18, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have a lot more interest yes, than sir. if you're looking at, at a losing program as, as well. Right. And you know, won't be long. It might even, probably already starting to happen right now. Right. Girls coming along, elementary school girls. Even before they get middle school girls, they think, well, gee, they'll see you guys and think, well, I want to be a part of that. Maybe I can do that someday. Right, and I love that. (laughs) Well, Coach, I want to thank you for joining us. We wish you best wishes versus Week Hiva next Wednesday over at Evans Gym. Before you go, what are some of the the fundamental things that, that from your perspective, we'll need to do to to, come out with a victory? Well, I know off bat, Wakaiva's going to try to trap um, Mary McMillan. So we're going to try to get a lot of picks and rolls and try to get them moving the ball around and not rushing our shots, take our time, because they're going to try to speed us up. So we played them, we played them twice already, like I said, and, and that's what they did, and we fell right into their trap. So um, I'm going to – practice is going to be about slowing the ball down. So I hope Wakava's ready for us. <laughs> <laughs> they better be. They better be ready. That's for sure. I hope they're not ready for you. <laughs> and it totally takes them off their game. <laughs> You're right. Now, quickly, but we've got about two minutes before we take our next break. Now, can you just share maybe a, a, a memory from, from your career? Of course, you played on a Final Four team, which, which is huge. A memory is so many. <laughs> but uh, one memory about my career. Hmm. I bring up the Final Four. Again, when we were we were sitting and um, we were playing the game over at Edgewater High School, and we were actually we were down, and we came we came back and pulled it out. Courtney Berry shot a three pointer from the corner, made it, and the crowd went crazy, and we were on on our way up to the final four. I think that was the best feeling of my life, and I wanna I wanna enjoy that feeling with my girls. Absolutely, nice, great memory. Thank you for sharing it with us, friends. Of course, when they play. Uh, February the 1st? First, yes, sir. Which is a Wednesday, Wednesday, 530 over at Evans Gym. Get out and support a Popka Blue Daughter girls basketball in the first round of the playoffs versus Wekaiba. Coach Brittany Hardy, thank you for joining us. Best wishes. Thank you. Thank you. Friends, we're going to go to break in just a moment. Before we do, I want to remind you that Porky's Original Barbecue, about Portuguese Original Barbecue in a Popka, great chicken, great ribs. Uh, Joe always gets the the brisket, right, Joe? Brisket sandwich with the fried okra. And before that, you uh, were a fan of the the Mac Daddy burger. I tried it once. Which was a huge hunk of beef covered with mac and cheese. It was too much. I mean, really, I I could eat. That was a lot. That's saying a lot when he says too much, because he's got a lot of room to, to put it. But anyway, a great wow. place <laughs> wow. for all blue darters and non-blue darters. It's Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 256 East Main Street. Get over and see Stephen and the gang for lunch, in fact, today and tell them you're an Apopka blue darter. Also, want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution, and you can find them at fladoor.com, fladoor.com, proud supporters of Apopka Blue Daughter Athletics. We'll be right back. 
It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Now, here's Roger. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central. It's a great day in a popkin. It's a great day to be in a popkin Blue Darter. We're glad you're joining us. Once again, want to remind you that we'll be out here tonight for the big excuse me, not district basketball game, regular season district basketball game versus the Wekaiba Mustangs. Tip-off 7.30 p.m. We'll have all the action for you right here on 1520 WBZW. And, of course, online at 1520WBZW.com and also via the 1520 WBZW phone app. Had a great conversation with Coach Williams talking about the game earlier. It was great to speak with track coach, Coach Cecilio Fowler, and his process of building Blue Darter track into an elite program once again. Also, Coach Brittany Hardy gave us her insights and wrap-up of the regular season where the girls finished 16-8, and eight, which was great. And then they're embarking upon their first playoff game this Wednesday night, February 1st, 5.30 p.m. versus Wekaiva at Evans Gym. Now we're pleased to be joined by Athletic Director Russell Wombles. Russell, great to see you. Thanks for joining us. Good to see you guys. Now, Russell, can anything uh, particular like to talk? Why don't we um, talk a little bit about, if you'd like, the football schedule? Because I look, we're going to have some new teams on the schedule this year. And one thing I, that really caught my eye is it looks like we'll be playing Lakeland High School, which, of course, is Coach Darlington's alma mater. Yeah, that's a game that, you know, you know, both schools have tried to work on over the years, never could make it work. Um, first of all, let me say this. We don't have contracts on any games. And something I've learned about this is that you don't you – don't, uh, you don't say for sure exactly until, until exactly. it's in writing. So exactly. we have contracts out to schools, and, and we feel comfortable with our schedule. We did have one cancellation, which I'll tell you about in a second. But yes, we have Lakeland uh, preseason classic. We have Mainland. Uh, it's a difficult schedule, but it's one that that you know hopefully uh, would get our kids and and everyone prepared for uh, something late in the season. And, and along those same lines. You know, there's a major change, which we haven't talked too much about on this show, uh, a little bit, but in, in the way district championships are decided, uh, a, a very, very big change. You know, it, it went from, you know, everybody plays everybody in the district and, and the top two teams emerge and are guaranteed spots in the playoffs. Well, that's completely out the window. I can't even say that I even understand the new process fully, but it, it's some kind of a point system based on schedule and, 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 and only one team is guaranteed a spot and as opposed to two and can you uh yeah yeah bring us up to date on the new format and maybe share some of your thoughts about it sure well first of all there's two different formats depending on what classification obviously we're in 8a 9a or whatever a it is nowadays you know but uh uh, the highest class so (laughs) but um uh 1a through 4a they have no districts fortunately we're not in that i would not want to be in that situation uh supposedly those smaller schools uh, spoke and said that's what they wanted. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, the 5A through 8A looked like it was kind of headed in that direction, and I was a very outspoken critic of that. Uh, I do like what we did. I felt I felt comfortable with what uh, the FHSA wanted to do and, and make some changes to try to get more deserving teams in the playoffs rather than the district runner-up potentially from a weak district, you know, and then a tough district, you know, have three teams left out that – so I, I really like what's going to happen, but uh, I knew, excuse me, I was very confident at the time I was the athletic director at Dr. Phillips, which is kind of doesn't matter if I was at Dr. Phillips or Republican. It's the same situation. We have a difficult time finding teams to play. 
So uh, it's just uh, that's the uh, nature of the beast when you're pretty good. And uh, I felt like if we did not have districts and we had to find 10 games, it just wasn't going to happen quite frankly. So, you know, I kind of got that and tried to get a bunch of people to rally and Mr. Beasley at the FHSA was very accommodating and decided that let's let's try this with 5A through 8A having a district champion. So we do still have a district champion. Okay, we play the teams in our district. We have a district champion. That team goes to the playoffs. The other four playoff spots are no longer determined by now when I say four playoff spots within a region. So you have region one, two, three, four. So you're going to have eight teams advanced from each region, four district champions, and then four at-large teams. Those at-large teams will be based on a point system, which is going to be the schools they played, their records, and so forth and so on. So hopefully, and, and you know, it's trial and error. We're going to find out how well it works. I feel good about it. I think it's going to be great. I would not, however, you know, like to be a 1A through 4A school trying to figure out uh, uh, you know who the eight teams are going to the, really? to, the to the playoffs, but uh, I, I just think it's awesome. Think it's great, and, and uh, we're excited about the possibilities. I mean, you know, we're we're going to have a tough schedule. You know, if we want to get in the playoffs, we got to we got to win. You know, we got to win our district games. But uh, you know, having those non-district, very difficult games could help us, could hurt us. You don't really know because it's going to be based on those schools' records. So if we happen to play someone who is traditionally very strong, goes nine and one every year, and this year they happen to go four and six for whatever reason, they have a, a down year. Yeah, that kind of that, helped happen a little bit this year, actually. Yeah, too. So you don't really know. All we can do is try to roll the dice and play good, solid teams that consistently have good records and hope. Hopefully, playing those schools will gain us more points, just in case we need those points to get in. Yeah, and, and also, I'm sorry, no, I, I apologize. Also, those eight those eight teams will be seeded. Okay, and when those seeds come out, being a district champion does not guarantee you a one seed. You could be a district champion and be the eight seed. So there's so many different factors. So you want to get the best seed possible going in as well. So. You said you were very vocal about the changes and everything. How much influence or say does the local AD or football coach have with uh, the FHSAA? Oh, they're very they, – they listen. They're very accommodating. I, I'm fortunate in that I know everybody up there. I served on their board of directors for six years. So, uh, so you, you got know. sway. Well, no, I don't have sway. I'm just loud. And, uh, <laughs> All right. And so, uh, so you know, <laughs> but um, – yeah, no, they're very they're very accommodating. They get it, they understand it. And I'll tell you, their their football administrator who just started last year, Mr. Uh, Frank Beasley, he's a former football coach and athletic director. So he's he listens to the schools. He's like, "Hey, I get it." So uh, we're we're fortunate to have him. Great insights. And, uh, now, Russell, get about three minutes. I'll just throw you a question. You know, I know I'm, I'm passionate about Blue Otter baseball. I know you are as a former player as well, as a former baseball coach, right. in fact. Um, just talk a bit about a Blue Otter baseball. Well, I'm, you know, obviously I, I'm learning who they are. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the players. Uh, you know, I know the coaches. I know Coach Lasser very well. And uh, I'm excited about getting out there. My goal is to start getting out to some practices because I like that. You know, I like to, you know, when I coached, I enjoyed the practices as much as I did the games. I know, you know, some people are Friday night light coaches. I'm, I like the process. You know, I'm a process guy. So when you go out and watch kids get better each and every day, uh, and then you see the results in the games, you know, as the season progresses, that's great. But I, I know they're well coached. Uh, and, uh, I, I'm just excited about, you know, uh, 
being able to, you know, I, I told Coach Lasser, you know, I may show up one day and want to hit some fungo. You know, I hadn't, I hadn't touched a fungo bat in years, but it's about time I, I bring or, it back Or maybe out. take some ground balls at third. Well, <laughs> but then I'd have to bend over, and then we got a whole <laughs> – a whole different ball of wax yeah, I'm right sure there. you still and have the vacuum cleaner. I'm sure to, the vacuum cleaner still works. Then yeah. it's back to the chiropractor, and <laughs> it's, just, it's just not worth it. No, there's a story. Russell was quite outstanding third baseman back in the day. Absolutely nothing got past him, and he always made a perfect throw over to first. That was out of fear. It made it, it, made it, it, made it, look, it, made it look easy. Yeah, that was out of fear. Uh, I was afraid my coach was going to uh, do something really bad to me. Uh, and I was also, <laughs> I'm kidding about that, by the way. And I was afraid my dad was going to be very angry. So, you know, sometimes you, 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 uh, you achieve out of fear more. <laughs> but uh, I'm kidding. I had, I had great support, great support, coaches, parents, uh, all that stuff. Playing with Big Roger back in the day with the, with the softball team. So we had a great time. That was some of the best times I ever had, absolutely. Yeah. You and not only you cleaning everything at third, but the, the, the guy you brought to play right field was, was awesome, too. I don't even remember Tom, who that Tom, is. Black-haired oh, Manny Tom, yeah, he's a great guy. Had the he, rocket, was, he was the, best, had the man my, best, best man in my wedding, by the way. It was great. Great times. We look forward to talking about more. And uh, yeah. thanks for great great insight, especially on this football playoffs uh, system, because I think that really helped uh, help clarify a lot of things for a lot yeah. of people, especially right. myself. Well, friends, that's going to be it for our Blue Dart Sports Central today. Tune us in for the basketball game tonight. Tip-off 7.30 p.m. on 1520 WBZW. It's Blue Darter Sports Central on 1520 WBZW, your hometown station. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.